The person you are calling is not available. Please leave a short message and it will be sent as an audio message. Hey boys, uh, have you been trying to call? Um, I think my phone must be broken or something. But um, I thought I'd let you know. Yeah, I listened to the first pod and uh, it was sweet. Um, really good. Like, I, don't know, I had a few calls this week and people were like, oh, it's not the same. Like, oh, Zoop's nothing without you. But I, uh, I think you did a great job. So it's a really good and, uh, yeah, good theme to kick things off with, like social anxiety, um, important. I mean, I can tell you what's given me anxiety at the moment is the size of the portions here. Like, I went and got a coffee this morning at Macca's, didn't think twice, just ordered, a, like, a latte, and the guy handed me something that looked like a 7-Eleven Jumbo Slurpee. Like, had to be at least seven shots of coffee in there. So I'm still working through that. Um, it's like four in the afternoon. But um, anyway, yeah, give us a call when you can and uh, we'll talk, talk soon. And welcome to the Zoo Podcast presented by Jerome Lugo, Toddy Odrawas, Nick Carlin and myself. Connor Scott feels good to be back saying that yeah unbelievable it's been a it's been ages since we've actually had an episode like what we're about to do right now it's actually nice I think we haven't been able to catch up in this setting for so long and now we, we finally have to do it and over a pod which is um which is exciting and an opportunity to actually start our zip challenge again yeah so for those that are uninitiated or if you're joining us for the first time the zoop podcast was all built around this idea of let's all try some healthy well-being practices let's all commit to them individually and then let's all meet up every week and reflect on what actually that implementation looks like what things we struggle with and whether or not we can actually commit to looking after ourselves and self-care so the crux of this podcast and it's something that's going to be happening every fortnight is we're going to take goals or well-being practices commit to them and we're going to put some money on the line too so I'm going to commit $50, you boys are all going to commit $50, and if you can't complete your challenge, you lose the money to the group. I thought you were going to say, I'm committing 50 but if you want to commit 200 go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Happily take your money. And so then the idea is every fortnight, we're going to reflect on the goals that we're going to talk about today and see actually, what is it actually like when you implement this stuff, which is, I guess, the podcast idea that I think nobody else does. <laughs> well, what I think is nice is that we've got this school of Zoop episodes um, with Dr. G and a, a few upcoming guests. And to put those like educational tips into practice, I think that's what, what's going to be nice. And I think it means the, the takeaway sticks so much better in your head when you're cool. Now I have an actionable step. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. And some things are going to work, some things aren't. But that's the point of us doing this yeah. um, to, to show that some things are going to benefit you, some things aren't. And we're just doing it for you to see what see what that looks like. Yeah, not every habit works the same for each different person. Yeah, absolutely. And so hopefully uh, the listeners can take something out of our own journey. And I guess we're kind of guinea pigs because we're going to take some of those concepts from our first School of Zoop episode with Dr. Gihan Jayawira. Um, and there was plenty to take away from that. But let's kind of distill it really quickly. What did you take away from it, Dengzi? Um, so probably my number one takeaway um, would have been the do happy. And I think we probably, we've talked about that a fair bit. And I think without meaning to, I've ended up almost spruiking that the last week or so um, as well. So I've been taught, having conversations with mates or having conversations with them, even with like my partner or um, families at work and things. Um, and what we've done is I've ended up talking a lot about like that kind of, that CBT model with the, I think, I feel, and I do. And 
I've, so I work in, in the paediatric physio world, so a lot of special needs kids and like um, we do a lot of behavioural change with the families um, or I'm trying to do that. And a lot of the discussions were, um, you know, the kids are having these you know, big emotions with little bodies and things. And I've almost like, exactly like Dr. G said, I didn't have the vocabulary to explain like my thoughts of how, I, how we try and facilitate or change that. Um, so one of the key takeaways with the do happy was almost switching out behaviours that, that, that some of the kids do to behaviours that they enjoy. And then all of a sudden, they don't know why and they can't explain why, but their emotion, the emotional regulation improves. They're having less of the outbursts and things, so they're getting less like kind of grumpy, angry moments purely because we've changed the action. And I thought that was so powerful to, for me to see that in real life, that even for the families to understand it more, purely because he explained it so well, I used the exact same explanation. Yeah. I find that so interesting because like you're using that in a kid setting and, and with your families that you work with. I found myself even recognizing like if I felt nervous or if, if I felt bad, it's really easy to go into the cycle in which you feel sad. And so then you think sad and you do sad things, which is like, don't get out of bed. Mm. But then realizing that you have the ability to change one of those things, make it an action, make it walk outside and enjoy the sunlight suddenly you're thinking a little bit differently and it does impact that way that you feel. Yeah, there was a, <laughs> yours was a lot more practical. My, I think I've spoken on this podcast before about self-talk and that's something that I do. There were so many times in the last week where I've just <laughs> shouted at myself in the mirror, do happy, Connor, do happy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even that was helpful because you're recognizing you're feeling something and then you go, oh, well, usually I would scroll on my Instagram, go through TikTok, whatever, just to get yeah. myself through that period of time. Yeah. Whereas it was me screaming, do happy, and going for a walk outside, which didn't necessarily affect how I felt. And I think this is what Dr. G um, described so well. But when I looked back and I reflected, I did happy. I did something that was good for me, and I was actually performing happiness. Yeah, so many practical tips from, from all of that and a really big practical tip that I took was the three questions to ask yourself when you're faced with some anxiety, which were, uh, what's the worst possible thing that could happen if I, if I do this? Can I come back from whatever that worst possible ending is? And then the contrasting question, which is, what's the most epic thing that can come from me actually doing this? And I found myself asking those three questions to myself on a, uh, over the weekend uh, <laughs> a few of the boys were like come have a drink and I was like I don't really want to I don't really want to stay out and little did they know but they basically asked those same three questions and I had the time in my life and I'm so glad that I actually did it but the instant reaction and thought was like oh, I, I don't want to stay out I don't want to like I, I don't want to socialize at the moment I feel a bit awkward about this and then the most epic uh, sorry the answer to um, what's the most epic thing that can come from this was like you could meet like some of the best people in your life and it didn't hold me back from like going out having an amazing time I don't know how you boys have felt but when you've asked yourself those three questions the most epic outcome seems to just be something that if someone asked you that you'd be it's a no-brainer to go and do it mm. and like I had the same situation at work I actually had a beautiful moment with a friend who like I was just asking him him how he was and he was like well I wouldn't be here if I hadn't asked myself those three questions that you boys talked about yeah well and like those little moments you kind of go when you're thinking about the most epic thing that can happen to you you're thinking you, it's so much better it is so much better than the worst possible outcome in probably 80 90 percent of cases um and you just go well of course I'm gonna do that 
Like, why become, wouldn't I? And it becomes so motivating. You're like, then you you think that and you go, oh, I definitely want to do it now. And then you throw yourself into it as well. Like, it's not like exactly like Jerome. In Jerome's case, he sent it. <laughs> in, in your case, you supported him, mate, because we're really great guys. But, um, but that epic outcome, you think about it, you talk about it and you go, holy, holy crap, like, I want that so bad now. So the motivation levels skyrocket. Mm, yeah. And so I love the, all the practical takeaways. And again, if you have not listened to that podcast, I highly recommend listening to that in its entirety. The man is a legend. But we're going to take some of those concepts and some of those ideas. And within the theme of our season, which is social anxiety, we want to use some of the things that he gave us as advice. And let's commit to some of these challenges and some of these goals. We're going to catch up every fortnight. We're going to put $50 on the line. If you didn't complete your challenge that we're going to go through right now, you lose your money. We cool with that? Yep. Got no choice. <laughs> um, who's going first? I think I'll, um, I'll delve into it. Um, after you and I recorded that episode, Jerome, honestly, I felt like I could reschedule my psychologist appointment. I was, was, I was so light. Like I was walking around just you know, like I said, screaming, do happy. And like, it was amazing. But one of the things I took away from what Dr. G said, it's something that I've done in the past. And my partner actually laughs at me. She's like, she actually asked me, why do you read the same books twice? And I didn't have the vocabulary. I don't have it now. The, vo- <laughs> <laughs> the vocabulary to, to describe why I did it. I was just like, ah, oh, sometimes I find things that I didn't notice last time. But Dr. G put it perfectly where he said, well, the principles of the book stay the same. However, the person who's reading it changes. Mm. And I was like, whoa. It was, <laughs> when he said it, I was like, well, there's the vocabulary that I've been missing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, that's, and I just felt like that was so powerful. And then it got me thinking about all these books I've read and what I've taken from them and how different I am as a human being at this moment versus when I was reading them. Like I think sometimes I was reading them as self-help books, whereas now would I take that as something that I can put into my life that isn't just self-help but can make me a better person. I wonder if it's almost a question of like self-help or self-growth. Yes, and that's Mm. I think growing is probably where I'm at now versus getting me out of a difficult time. Mm. And I'm really excited to see what that can can give me. So that's going to be my first goal is I'm going to reread a book that I have read in the past and I've chosen Tuesdays with Mori. What's that about? So Tuesdays with Murray is about a sports writer. He's like a reporter and he is watching TV and he sees his old professor um, that he really got along with at university or college um, on the TV. He'd been diagnosed with ALS, so modern neuron disease. Okay. Um, and he was talking about, you know, his struggles, but also happiness. And then he ends up going to meet his old professor that he used to catch up with all the time and he ends up meeting him every Tuesday and they start talking about love, happiness, connection and he starts giving this writer who was super successful um, but he felt like he had no purpose. Mm. So he was like doing everything he thought he was supposed to do but he just didn't feel happy within himself and then it's like the life lessons that Maury's giving him. I am um, so excited to hear those reflections sick. because I, not only am I excited to hear about this book, but I'm also more excited to hear the re- a reflection, as you just said before, like what's the growth that's occurred in me and how do I view the book differently or, or lack thereof? Exactly. Well, and there's one quote from that book that I really, really liked at the time and I'm really interested to see like where that fits now versus where it did then. And I've just written it down. So 
Uh, the quote is, the most important thing in life is to learn how to give out love and how to let it come in. And that was something that was like quite profound when I read that. And I'm excited like to see how that affects me when I read it in the context and then what else comes from that. So that's going to be my book. And I'm excited to read it again. I'm also excited to to find new like yeah. nuggets of gold in there. Excellent. Are you going to... Have you got a particular like number of times a week, time or things? All I want to do is I want to come back to the pod with a little piece of like info. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to like, let's say I'll read for half an hour. I'm, I'm reading 10 minutes a day anyway. So that's just going to be my book. Um, but I want to come with a little bit of info. I want to come with a little, little golden nugget of information or self-help that has really had a profound impact on my week mm-hmm. um, and share that. Yeah, and beautiful. I think the vulnerability of sharing that and how it's impacted me at this time is my goal. It's almost yeah. like a bit of a comfort challenge when you're doing it. Yes, exactly. So that's what that's going to be my my goal for for the next. That's a great takeaway. I remember when he said that um, the book doesn't change, but I do as a person. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what that actually looks like for you. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Who else? Um, so I think so for my goals. What I'm looking at is probably, the, like I said before, the biggest takeaway was very much um, the do happy. And the, I'm pretty excited for the comfort challenges as well, to be honest. I think as a team, it'd be unreal to, to pick a couple to do kind of, we're all doing it individually, but we're doing the same comfort challenge. Um, and I think the reason why I really liked it was when it made me think back to it, like, again, didn't have the vocabulary to, to discuss it, but I was, I was doing it, I think this time last year, I was in a bit of a, average space um and then what i was doing was i was trying to find like an activity or a strategy to kind of get myself out of myself out of a funk so I, what, what i was doing is um a little journey down here um i spent time where i was learning didgeridoo i was running around the backyard playing didgeridoo like literally running um i spent other times where i was like would randomly like go and do some somersaults try a handstand like lay on the ground and do some um snow angels like doing anything to kind of doing anything I could to do like to do an activity that was completely outside of normal outside of what I was thinking of doing to kind doing of, happiness well exactly well that's what it turns out yeah so my plan um, my goal for this this next couple of weeks is going to be um, my goal is to do happy um, every morning so I haven't decided what it looks like so far since listening to the podcast I've gone for a, a few walks in the morning I've done a bit of exercise in the morning. Um, I've changed up my breakfast routine instead of the same old stuff. Um, unfortunately, Connor ate most of my breakfast yesterday, but um, I'll, f- <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll shop for some more. Um, yeah, so that's, that's going to be my plan. That's yeah. my goal. Like a little bit of self-care, self-love, mm. happiness in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Like kickstart my day, right? Win the morning, win the day um, as much as I can and try and get that into the routine. So eventually, like ideally, like gold standard is that after, after eight weeks, like every morning I wake up looking forward to get out of bed um, because I know that like the next thing I do today, I'm going to be happy. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. I think that takeaway that you've just had about doing happy, again, another fantastic takeaway from Dr. G. And the one that I had uh, and that I want to implement in my own daily practice in the next fortnight or every time that we do these episodes is he talked about the RAIN method which is this mindful or meditative, I guess, strategy that gives a framework as to kind of understand what you're feeling, accepting it, 
investigating it a little bit and then disassociating from the feeling and just realizing where you stand with it. So the goal that I'm going to do is I'm going to journal every week and we've done journaling before, but when I've journaled in the past, no structure and it's just pen on paper, write about anything. What I want to take in the next, as part of this well-being practice is I want to journal on an event that happens in the, in the week or the fortnight, something that I, I might not actually like really think about until I properly journal it out and figure out exactly how I feel and structure it within rain. And let's see whether or not I come, come away with some takeaways and realize that there are some good things or some bad things. I think I'm quite excited to, to try something with some structure. I think that's the hard part about journaling. And we spoke about this when we did this as a group goal mm. was we kind of just went and did and said, just do what you want. Whereas to have that structure and to have something where you go, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. I'll be very interested to see if that naturally starts to become part of your like just reflective practice. Analysis, analysis, analysis of a situation. Yeah. Like, you know, the way we talked about gratitude and we spoke about the fact that you end up catching yourself being grateful for little things in your day. I'm very excited to see whether if you really implement that method, whether that's something that you naturally think about throughout situations. And, yeah. I, and I wonder when you're picking the, the times and things, whether you'll pick the happy times, whether you pick the frustrating times. So I think naturally we often reflect again and again on like the on negative situations, times where you haven't act, reacted the way you wanted to or things like that. And I wonder the power of like that positive psychology of um, then reflecting on a positive outcome, go, how can I get more of that? Mm, yeah, I'm excited to see what the experiences happen in the next fortnight. Let's see what happens. But yeah, I think that's going to be my goal. So at least one uh, journal reflection using rain. Uh, and then, yeah, that's going to be my goal. So we're going to catch up in two weeks to discuss that. But we have a very special challenge for this, for this season. And so the big thing and this big theme of the season is around social anxiety. We've just come out of this 278-day lockdown. And a lot of us are feeling a little bit anxious and one thing that Dr. G expressed to us and gave us as a tool to help combat that feeling of anxiety is a comfort challenge. And it sounds like it sounds the complete opposite of what you should try to do, but stepping out of that comfort zone and feeling like, like having to do something completely outside of that comfort will actually help desensitize that feeling of anxiousness. And so that's the challenge that we're going to do specifically for this season. And so... Do you have any thoughts as to your comfort challenge, Con? Yeah, well, we were talking about this earlier and I I think my comfort challenge is going to be, the focus is going to be, I'm going to get us a podcast sponsor and I am going to cold call and just put myself out there and I'm going to try and make a connection so that next goal episode we have a new sponsor on the podcast. That's actually, that's such an interesting one because like DMing, cold calling people is ultra uncomfortable. Oh, and you think about it for days. Like <laughs> it's one of those things where yeah. <laughs> like you'll send, that, you'll send that DM and then you're like, ah, well, uh, yeah. no response. Yeah, for, left you on a Yeah, like you, you're just devastated. So I'm going to accept, try and accept the fact that I'm going to not get much of a response and just try and, push through the failure to hopefully get us get us a sponsor. Can I ask you three questions? <laughs> yes. What's the worst thing that can happen from this? I come across like an absolute idiot. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon you'll come back from that? I'd like to hope so. What's the most epic thing? Um, we are sponsored by 
Jeep. <laughs> what Jeep? Is that true? I bought a Jeep. If we all get free Jeeps, that would be pretty sick. Yeah, that would actually be unreal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What if you don't get a sponsor? Well, then I come to this podcast looking like an absolute tool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. And yellow city bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, cool. Down for that. Um, I'm going to take a random out for lunch. Like, like just anyone? Yeah, just anyone. A stranger. Stranger. Just a, ra- just a random guy, girl, anything. Doesn't matter. Like, are you just going to pick them up from the street? Yeah. I walk past. Hey, can I buy you lunch? And then we just... Then we have lunch. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear their perspective. Yeah. Like, when they get home. Did you know... I want to fill lunch with Count Olaf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this random guy tried to pick me up. But, you'll, ne- um, you'll never hear about my day. It's just a big series of unfortunate events. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's really, really cool. I find that really special because we've just come out of this lockdown and I think the last thing that random people are going to think of is like stepping outside of their regular circle and talking to random strangers, let alone having lunch with someone. So I think awesome effort, A, if you actually get someone to actually have lunch with you, and then B. Oh, <laughs> how dare you? I didn't mean that as a song. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and B, for you to like have a potentially an amazing conversation, meet someone incredibly special. Yeah. I'm not really that excited to be honest, but <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, cool. Um, Yourself? Yeah, so one thing that I kind of struggle with within, like I, I don't often get awfully socially anxious, but... I do like having control and I do like having the ability to like say no to things. Mm-hmm. And so my kind of challenge is going to be for a week, I'm going to just do the yes man challenge, which means I'm going to say yes to anything and everything that comes up. Jim Carrey looks different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think for a week, and the interesting thing about this is that a lot of people probably won't know that I'm doing it. But if a patient says or my boss says, like, can you do this? It would just be instantly yes. Can't say no to it. I will hope. Can we make some rules just quickly? Yeah. Yeah. What's can I have sa- some? Yeah. What's your safe word? <laughs> Pineapples. Can I have some vetoes though? Like, I know I'm basically bargaining within my own challenge to myself, but let's, let's say at least one no per day. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, I think... I think we're realistic in that, like, there's certain things. No illegal that, activity. Yeah, yeah that's no illegal activity. Yes, we love that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Maybe a little. <laughs> no. <laughs> can we also make it like anything that jeopardizes my job or my life? Can I say no? no. Job, job, job you not can life. Have life. Yeah, so life, not, so, not as much value. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's kind of the benefits of the Yes Man Challenge is that like these things that we're doing feel like threats. So then. That's why they're discomfort. That's why they're uncomfortable. That's why the discomfort challenges. The importance of it, or the benefit of from it, is we're experiencing that discomfort and we're growing from it. If we give you too many outs, that's a good point. Yeah. Then it's not. I'm not feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I think if if it's possible, I want to put it to the Zoop community as well. Mm-hmm. I think maybe in that week we'll we'll find out what people's challenges might have for me. And obviously, I'm just going to say yes to everything. So hopefully I can veto a few of them. But yeah, let's let's see how it all plays out. I reckon I've got the easiest challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally doing nothing. Yeah, Dex and I like potentially putting ourselves at risk. He might have like lunch with a, a complete sociopath, psychopath, serial killer, and he might actually die. Also, the person having lunch is 
having lunch with a potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick on things today. Eh? <laughs> so I think coming away from this, I would hope that by the time we catch up next time, we've done some comfort challenges, and it's to be honest, it's either going to make us or completely break us. Yeah, I am nervous. Mm. I like because even within my own challenge. I don't like being made to feel like I'm an idiot or like I don't like putting myself out there all that much because I don't like people's perspective of me to be like I'm asking for things. So I'm a bit nervous about that, but hopefully we've all got Jeeps in two weeks and we'll all be pretty stoked. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for a new car. (laughs) So I guess that kind of rounds out our goals. We've got each our individual goals and then we've got these comfort challenges coming up. And within that theme of social anxiety, I hope that this kind of desensitizes us but there's only one way to find out. And I guess as your guinea pig for the listener, I guess let's let's figure out how it goes. Exciting. So are you doing, with your yes man, it's one week. You're not doing two weeks. I, can't, I think I can do two weeks of just saying yes to everything. Yes. And we're going to do from the 14th to the 20th of November. Let's do the second week. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Perfect. All right. So we'll put that on Instagram. So follow us at the Zoop Network, Facebook, Instagram. Um, put your challenges across to Jerome. Um, let's see what we can make him do. Um Everything legal and job not in jeopardy, but life, yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, and also subscribe to a Zoop Mail, uh, zoopnetwork.com forward slash subscribe. Um, and we're not so excited to get these comfort challenges on the way. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to it. Yeah, okay. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. See ya. Bye.